0: Hello and welcome to episode sixty-eight of First Geek four eleven. I'm your host, Deanna Davenport, and with me today is Mr. Chris Nicolay. How are you doing today?
1: Hello. Meh.
0: Okay. It's mm, a Monday. That's what you get. Yeah. yeah. And also joining me as usual, my fiance, Cameron Franklin. How are you Hello. today?
2: You do you not sound that excited.
0: It's a Monday, feel- like Chris said.
2: I feel like you are more excited about introducing Chris than introducing me.
1: Understandable. (laughs) We're besties. We're best friends now. I I leave
2: one time to go get water and suddenly y'all are best friends.
0: I can't explain the weird phenomenon, but it happened. (laughs)
2: It's
1: what Monty Python does to people. Yeah, it brings
0: people together. (laughs) In the best of ways. In the best of ways. It does. And before we get into our segments, uh, you can send us feedback or talk to us or, you know, hit us up um, on Facebook, Twitter, PlayStation community at 1geek411. You can also send us an email at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. Rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and all the things that you listen to us on. And you can also check out our show notes on our website, 1geek411.com.
1: .com. Yes. Please say hi. We need friends. Yeah, we
0: would like talking to you guys whenever you do, which is rare. And with that, let's get into what we've been playing, reading, watching, and listening to. Cameron, why don't you go first?
2: So I went and played at the Dominaria pre-release for the latest Magic the Gathering set. Uh, had a lot of fun. We'll go in and talk about it more in the Magic the Gathering and other tabletop games segment, but... Um, while I was there, I got to play some commander and um, played some Atraxa Planeswalkers and had all of the fun because I got to resolve um, the original Tamio emblem, which made it so I had no hand size. And anytime a card went to my graveyard, it goes back to my hand. And so it turns out that with any kind of counterspell is really good because I'm a monster. And yeah, so are. even though yeah. I only run two counterspells in that deck, it's just always funny when one of the two shows up. And so, um, yeah, so we'll talk about that a bit, a bit more later. Been playing the MTG Arena beta a bit more. Um, still trying to get that grind. I'm still gold three, gold two, like right on that line. And so I switched. I think I might have mentioned this last time. I'm playing um, Esper Approach of the Second Sun with the Scare of God, and it's OK. And then I've been playing Ratchet and Clank some more. And so trying to go through the second playthrough to get that platinum trophy. And then started watching Lost in Space,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the reboot of the like like 1960s series.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it's really good. I'll probably talk about it more in a little bit.
0: But yep. Chris, how's your weekend been?
2: It's busy.
1: <laughs> Super busy. But I also participated in Dominary pre-release whoop, whoop. or three of them.
2: What? <laughs> Every awesome cards.
1: So we'll talk about that in a bit. Well, there's five total for the weekend, so
2: oh, you get okay. a
1: discount once you participate in three.
2: Wow, the shop if that I part- have, they only do three total. They have. If you mid- participate
1: nine- in all five at this shop, you get a special prize.
0: Hmm. Ooh, special. I've only
1: done that once. Um, I also watched a uh, the Netflix short form anime about a red panda who loves Woo. death metal. Aww. And it was wonderful. And everyone should watch it. It is does have English dub for those of you such as my co-hosts.
2: Hypothetically.
0: Yeah, maybe. Watch it. It's
2: too relatable. Too relatable. It's on Netflix. I hmm? already said that. I'm oh, sorry. I did not hear you.
1: So you're obviously not listening to me. I see how it is.
2: I was thinking of red panda thing <laughs> like your like your tattoo. And I was wondering if you'd named it. No, <laughs> <Okay>.
0: no, <laughs> Um,
1: What else did I do? I yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Hmm.
2: Drove around a lot. I mean, pretty much it played 12 hours of magic. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it has only been a weekend since we did, it. yeah. Yeah, it has. It's so only been watched a few some, days. I've probably also watched some other random things on Netflix and whatever, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also worked all weekend. No. Yeah.
2: Although
0: a tomorrow
1: life. I do start biking to work.
0: Oh. Whew.
2: Sun's out, guns out. Yep. Pretty much. Hopefully, I don't die.
0: Look at that.
2: That is the dream. (laughs) Like, just like in in any commute. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean. Especially especially on on a bike.
2: bike,
0: So high stakes commuting.
1: (laughs) Especially in Montana where they don't care if you're on a bicycle.
0: Bears probably don't care either. (laughs) Bears might even be more excited.
1: I'll share a video with you at the end of the show.
0: Okay. (laughs) Hype. Um. Yes, we'll get into what I've been up to. Um, I am now in book three of Avatar The Last Airbender, my rewatch through it. I um, uh, think I'm in the second episode, something like that. So, getting close. Um, also, today I watched a little bit of uh, Captain Sparkles on YouTube playing Subnautica. So, that was fun. I got. To watch a little bit more Subnautica, like, further into the game. Because I've watched, like, the beginnings of a, random people playing it. So I've only seen, like, kind of the early stages. And I'm like, oh, so this is what it's like once you have a lot of your stuff set up. And you start doing, like, story and stuff like that. Um, Also worked on my Thumbelina cosplay this weekend. I got the shirt and the little, like, waist, like, corset thing mostly done. I needed to make some adjustments on it, but... It's coming together. It's looking like a Thumbelina cosplay, so I'm hoping in the next few weeks I'll have that completely finished. Um, and you can check out progress photos and stuff at Princess Diana cosplay on Facebook. Um, and as Cameron mentioned, we've been watching Lost in Space, the Netflix series, and this is my my dad's favorite one of his favorite shows as a kid back in the '60s. So I wanted to check it out. Um, and Seems like they probably have a little bit of like the flavor of the original but just with how we view a lot of sci-fi stuff these days like not not hokey yeah. robots. <laughs> yeah,
2: the robot actually looks <laughs> yeah.
0: cool. Like I found a and picture so. of the original robot and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> they tried." <laughs> but yeah. he still says danger Will Robinson hey, and I, I enjoy it its every time because I just think of the hokey robot when he says danger Will Robinson I'm like oh cute it
1: groundbreaking it for was time. it
0: really was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yep. that's pretty much what I've been up to um so that's all that we've been playing reading watching and listening to lately I suppose
2: <laughs> I suppose cracks up.
0: And let's go on to our game segment. What's coming out this week, guys? We kinda get away. some
2: smaller stuff. Um, one of the more exciting things is Lightfall, the game that yeah. we talked a lot about from our PAX East special.
0: That I found. Um,
2: that you did find. And so that game <laughs> comes out, I think it's on Thursday. And so. That's really exciting for them. And they're like an indie studio out of Canada. And Mm -hmm. so we also are getting another Paxis game, Sinner's Sacrifice of Redemption, which is the Dark Souls like game. It's a boss rush where you level down. So you are the strongest you are at the beginning of the game. Then each boss takes something specific away from you, whether it's items or health or stamina. And you have to beat. I think there's seven bosses and so hmm. and then on the mobile game front we get harry potter hogwarts mystery
0: is this the pokemon go harry potter thing no i don't no, think so no
2: not yet that come
1: that still hasn't made beta yet
0: <sighs> disappointed and i am disappointed
1: still we're, we're, yeah.
0: we're working on it <laughs> i'm waiting <laughs> i'll
2: let you know when i get into the beta Oh, okay <laughs> and so can we put so a side sidebar can we talk about that like i'm really c- confused and kind of curious about how that harry potter go is going to actually be
1: it's i forget where's it called because um... yeah,
2: like pokemon go was such like a a big like flash in the pan cultural phenomenon and then it, I mean, I was flashing the pan is the wrong word. It lasted for quite a while. But it's still going, technically. Yeah.
1: I, I had a few friends that were just did the Mew Raids and stuff this last weekend and whatever. And
2: yeah. But I'm just I'm just curious to how another Go game
1: mm-hmm.
2: so will Wizards and
1: Night will be the Pokemon Go version mm. of Harry Potter. Um as for when that comes out we'll see
0: mm-hmm. okay but what is this Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery thing
2: you like create a character and you um join a house they don't they let you choose cuz they're wusses and they don't want people That's to get sorted dead. into the wrong house yeah cuz people so would be they, mad which and, is lame
1: they like, should just
0: link it to Pottermore yeah. but i guess so they couldn't get rights to do that
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm sure connecting to Pottermore was phenomenal because you couldn't take anything back.
2: Yeah, and so, um, yeah, and so you're going to create a person. I'm trying not to read the description because we're only allowed to do one of those a week. And so you'll get to explore um, Hogwarts Castle, investigate mysteries, it. learn spells, hmm. duel against people. Um, well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. An, it says it's going to be an all-new story. And so,
0: okay. It eh? kind of sounds like all the other I'll... Harry Potter games, like, like, yep. like the computer one I used to play back in way back in the day.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, in this one, you won't be Harry; you'll be a your own person, yeah. your own avatar. So, which is better? <laughs> which is better because it means yeah, especially because you're not confined to the seven things that happen <laughs> in the books. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so.
0: And for our silly description, because why baseball? I picked MLB Home Run Derby VR. Meet Because why not? Because okay. Um let's see. I have to do this website's weird. I have to like adjust the window to see it. Okay. Swing for the fences in the first-ever official Home Run Derby VR game presented by Major League Baseball and the MLBPA, said, Step up to the plate in Marlins Park, home of the 2017 All-Star Game. Take some swings at Wrigley Field or take on the Green Monster at Fenway Park. Eight of the world's greatest ballparks are the backdrop for your ultimate slugfest. Slug your way, to the Derby Crown with Home Run Derby competitors from 2010 to 2016, including Todd Frazier, Corey Sager, Adam Duvall, Will Myers, Carlos Gonzalez, Robinson Can- Cano, uh, Mark Trumbo, people, and more. I have no idea if I said any of those right.
2: I don't even know those are all people.
0: I have no idea. P- baseball people probably be like, what is wrong with you, woman? Um... The three hundred. We're not done yet. three hundred sixty degree perspective of VR puts you in the cleats of the world's greatest sluggers as you take in the view of the of MLB's most iconic ballparks. Feel the speed and power of this all star lineup as you send as you send ball out of the park. The competition comes alive in our unparalleled three D environments. Responsive controls provide an intuitive, natural, and realistic feel at bat. Play bracket style. Time rounds just like the real derby, or hit as many home runs as you can in arcade mode. Coming to Android and PS4. So I, have,
2: I have one, uh, one is, issue with that.
0: The but description ahead, Chris, the is as
2: long as the game's
1: description ever. It is trying way too hard.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so my issue is that it says it has responsive controls, but. It's coming to PlayStation VR, not Nintendo Switch. And if I can't feel the number of ice cubes (laughs) in my baseball bat, I am not interested.
0: I wonder how many, like with VR, I feel like that's a really good way to get a lot of household items broken, playing baseball inside. Or like you wouldn't have one, but I feel like you could still walk in the wrong corner and swing your arms and...
2: (laughs) I mean, we've we've had Wii Sports forever. But you can see if you're
0: in VR...
2: I mean, there's there's plenty of other VR games where you stand yeah. up though, and so it's kind of just falls into that again. Stay clear. Um, although, again, I mean, this was my favorite thing when the Wii came out. Wear was, your
1: wrist straps.
2: Yeah, was people that didn't wear their wrist straps, and so they broke mm-hmm. all of their things.
0: But yeah, exciting stuff. <laughs> The, like exciting. literally, description is as long as <laughs> the
2: games sports. are. I like that you think you can finish a baseball game in like two minutes. Ha. Yeah, you hit one home run ha. and it's over. That's that's like that's like half of one pitch. And so
0: Yep, it's so funny. It's so funny. Ha!
1: <laughs> Not really that silly. It's, exactly. Why is it so long? It's like, what is it? Why
0: like, really is why trying. is this? Is the question? Just why? Who <laughs> <to> hurt you? <laughs> anyway, so let's get into some news. What's going on? What's all the things?
1: So a couple weeks ago, we talked on our packs episode about a game called I played Omen it. Sight. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Yep. We all which we found a gameplay slash walkthrough and developer commentary video, mm-hmm. and also we have an official release date. Woo as shared from PlayStation's Twitter, which will be so May Tuesday 15th. Tuesday after
0: Mother's Day. Yeah, Don't forget your mom's kids. <laughs> so, too late. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Omensight
2: is like an action-adventure, like murder mystery, where you are like the harbinger at the end times, and you're trying to figure out who killed this person, which has triggered the end of the world. And so...
0: It was really, really cool. cool. Cool visuals. I'm hyped. Mm-hmm. It's pretty.
2: We have a, a bit of Quantic Dream news. And so Detroit Become Human has gone gold. Um, and it'll have a demo out as of April 24th. So um, it'll, you already have had time to play it by the time you hear this episode. Um, and then Quantic Dream, the the studio designing Detroit Become Human, um, is suing several news outlets over negative statements that were made about the working conditions of the studio. And so. Hmm.
1: What are the working conditions at like at the studio
2: yeah, according so, to these statements? And so let me find it in the, in the <laughs> no bathroom breaks. Yeah. Uh, no, I said, don't play the audio. IGN.com. Thank Stop you very it. much. And so the, the website. So. So Kentucky reports that the developer is suing French newspaper Le Monde Le Monde and um, the website Media Part after they published reports early this year on overworked staff and a work environment that allegedly fostered racist, sexist, and homophobic mm. behavior. The third outlet, a website called called Canard PC, has received two, in quotes, threatening letters, in quotes, from Quantic Dream, but has um, suffered no legal action as of yet. And so this is interesting. Hmm. And this so going to get out of control. I'm, I'm curious if this will like actually like lead to lawsuits. Like well, it is a lawsuit, but like lead to actual going to court or if this is just right. going to be like settled, it would definitely be very interesting. It seems like both parties are sticking to their guns of the, the media or the, 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 Publisher or the sorry the the news media that is being sued is saying, well, we did our investigation. This is what we found, and contact. What are their sources? Yeah. And so we'll see. It's very interesting. I hope Um, we get to hear stuff.
1: You hope you get to hear what?
2: Like we actually get to hear about what happened with this, and it's not just like hush hush.
1: It's going to disappear. Let's face it. Money's powerful. Yep. Um, We also got news that this, the Disgaea one complete remaster remake um, is coming to PS4 and switch possibly this fall.
2: Mm -hmm. Awesome. I love Disgaea one. Yep. It's really good. All the
1: hours of my life.
2: I'm kind of surprised at this point that they're not just putting more than one of the games like just in case people wanted to spend even more time Mm -hmm. but you know it is what it is gta um or um, rockstar is putting out gta 5 premium online edition um, which will be coming out to steam xbox one ps4 um, it'll ha- it will com- it will comprise of the full GTA 5 package, which is all the single player um, stuff and the fully updated GTA online, as well as the Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack bonus. And so I guess if you're one of the like five people left on the planet that wants to play GTA 5 and hasn't yeah. already, this is for you. And so... It's in something kind of weird. Is it's okay. gonna retail for eighty dollars for a physical copy or eighty five dollars on Steam? What? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Whatever.
2: But, yeah. That's I. I don't get that, but it is what it is. I
1: guess. I'm just over GTA. I never actually. I was never been a, I've never been. I've never really been a
2: fan neither. of GTA
1: anyway. Yeah.
2: I haven't either, but I am hyped for I Red Dead Redemption that. too.
1: Yeah, Rockstar is a great studio. Just GTA is their money maker, So mm-hmm. I'm OK with it. I'm OK with everyone buying it. Just so they can make other stuff.
2: Yep. Yeah. And then we have an interview um, that you'll hear here. It's with me talking to my friend Steph about a thing that she runs called Game Chat. Hello, everyone. I'm here with my friend, Steph. She's, uh, we, we met over on the, the Love Clan Discord, mm-hmm. and so she's here tonight to, to talk to us. How are you doing tonight, Steph?
3: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
2: I'm doing good. Tired, as like you know, from hard day's work, but you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so um, before we get into game chat, which is, I guess, kind of what you're here to talk to us about, um, mm-hmm. So our listeners can get to know you. What are some geeky things that you are into?
3: Geeky things that I'm into? Well, I um, I mean, obviously video games. I do a lot of stuff with video games. Um, I also, I mean, I read comic books occasionally, I guess. Um, I'm also involved with an online D&D campaign currently. Um, I kind of run the gambit. I mean, I also play some board games as well, but not that many. Um, I'm more kind of a video game person. Um, but yeah, but I've kind of been a geek my entire life. Played video games since I was about five, I think was probably the first time I picked up a controller. nice.
2: nice. Do you remember what the first game was that you played?
3: Uh, the first game was probably Mario Brothers, I would say. That was probably the first game that I was able to kind of pick up and kind of semi-comprehend what I was doing um probably they're like mario brothers or like duck hunt we had the nintendo gun that you could shoot the ducks Mm -hmm. with oh Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
2: -hmm. an annoying dog
3: yes yes the the snickering dog that always made fun of you when you missed
2: yeah we're not a fan of that dog (laughs) i I have a going theory that the majority of cat people it's because Mm -hmm. of that dog
3: oh that's probably it's probably right that's probably right well there are quite a few annoying dogs i think in media so yeah
2: Um, and you mentioned comics. Are you Marvel, DC, both?
3: Um, I'm probably more of a DC person when it comes to comics just because of exposure. Um, I grew up kind of, um, I kind of fell in love with Superman and I've read, Superman's the, the one comic book hero that I've read the most comics about. Probably Batman is, is a close second. Um, so that's just the ones that I've exposed myself to. I haven't exposed myself to too much of Marvel except a little bit of X-Men comics and that's it.
2: Oh, I got you. You're wrong, but I got you. <laughs> and so, um now we can all get along. Um and one less <laughs> yes. thing, we got to um briefly meet up and chat at Pax East. Um mm-hmm. and so it was nice to actually get to meet you after talking yeah, yeah. online for it's kind of one of those weird things of meeting somebody in person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um and so what was something at Pax East that you thought was cool whether it's a game or just something you saw?
3: Well, I said, well, I'll. Um, one cool experience was that I was actually at a booth for a game called Renane, which is um, a bit um, platformer, um, where you play this night. And I think the tagline is a game about overcoming failure, which I found really interesting. Mm. Um, but while I was at the booth uh, testing the game, which was a lot of fun, and I actually uh, funded the Kickstarter. But while I was there, the, their Kickstarter actually got fully funded. Oh, nice. Um, well, I was there at the booth. So it was very congratulatory. Um, the devs were really extremely happy, just a really small team that had worked on it um, for a long time. And so that was really cool. That was really cool. Um, I think one game, of course, I played Detroit Being Human, which I'm extremely oh, yeah. excited about. Um, you know, I know, yeah. I got really into the demo, um, and I enjoyed walking around the booths because there were several booths there at the Sony uh, booth for Detroit, Mm -hmm. Um, being human. um, I enjoyed walking around just kind of watching the different things that people picked and how they reacted. Um, Probably the one game that really stood out to me was um, a game called The Gardens Between, which was featured at the Sony booth because I think it's, oh, it's not, I don't think it's a PlayStation uh, exclusive, but um, I think it might be at first though. But anyways, I think it's like PS4 and then PC as well. Um, But it's a time-based game, a time-based puzzle game where you control two kids who are best friends. um, And like the story is they run away from home and... It's their adventure and kind of like a story of their friendship, but you you advance in the puzzles. Like the puzzle, the the the, the puzzle areas are really small. Like you're going up a mountain, for example, um, kind of going around this little tiny mountain. But in order to progress, you might have to rewind time or fast mm-hmm. forward time um, as different things happen, or to do different things um but i thought that was a very interesting mechanic and just the artwork was really pretty and the music was lovely um but that was probably the one game that i was like this is pretty amazing and another game that was really cool that i'll cover really quick was a game called Stay um who and by the way the gardens between is being brought out by voxel agents mm-hmm. which um i they're producing it and developing it which is pr- is really cool um but a game called Stay which is developed by Abnormal's um But it was about like it it was a completely kind of like old school game where you're you're talking to this guy who was kidnapped and thrown into this dark room. And you're basically chatting with him through like a chat program like on the computer and you can Mm -hmm. see a live feed of him and you can also see like his emotion levels. So you're supposed to like go through the game and try and respond to him in a way that will keep him calm and keep him from getting too excited. It's also a real time game. So if you're gone for like if you don't check if you don't play the game for like a week or two, he could die. Oh. You could come back and and he would be dead. Or if you don't check in for a couple of days and he's still alive, he'll notice and he'll ask you where have you been? I thought we were friends. Hmm. It's been like 48 hours since the last time you checked on me. You yeah, know, anything a fan. could have happened. So <laughs> That was so, I think that was such a fascinating mechanic. I was just, it's very, it's a simple art. Like it's, I said, like it's, it looks like something from like the early Mm nineties, but it was very, it was very interesting.
2: You know, on our podcast, we've made our stance on AI well-known and that's definitely getting like right up to that line. So yeah. Yeah. um, Well, let's get on into it. Um, Why don't you tell us about Game Chat? What is it? How did it come about? Um, And just what are some of the cool things?
3: Um, yeah. Yeah. Game chat, um, was brought about, um, well, it officially started back in January of 2016. Um, me and another, uh, um, another guy, um, Christopher Bowden, we kind of, you know, he came to me kind of with the initial idea and I kind of helped him develop it and kind of, you know, grow on it. And so then in January, 2016, we kicked it off, um, mostly on Facebook and, um, using discord for our chats and stuff, but yeah, it's a, it's basically how we phrase it is a book club for gamers. Um, And so what we do is we either pick games that have like chapters or acts or um, parts, or we just choose like two, like about limit is about two hours of a game, play it for a week. And then we meet on Tuesday nights and discuss what we played um, and the story, the gameplay—you um, know—just kind of get as deep as we can with with what we're given. Um, but so far, we've done about, I think, since two thousand sixteen, it's I would say maybe close to thirty games. Oh, wow. I would say um, some games are longer; will take like a month or a month and a half, like, or um, and then some games will take only like a week. Um, but yeah, we've covered quite the gamut but yeah so that's basically what we do like we started now where we're also doing monthly games that kind of don't fit into that weekly form Mm -hmm. um and so we just started out this month um with um where the water tastes like wine which is a story-driven traveling game that you travel across the country and then now for um the weekly chat we're actually going we're starting aviary attorney um Tomorrow evening on Tuesday, um, and so we'll be chatting about that for a couple of weeks and then moving on. But
2: yeah, I've um, I haven't played very many of the games. I've sat in on a couple of the chats, and it's always really cool yeah. to see y'all kind of dive into them. Like a lot of them are games that I'm like, that don't like the edge of my like peripherals, but aren't games yeah. that I've personally played. Like I mean, like y'all did like Life is Strange. And so that was yeah. one that I've seen like gameplay of and I've seen some let's mm-hmm. plays, but I haven't actually played myself. And so it's kind of cool to, yeah. to hear y'all talk about that and talk about. Um, I know at least specifically for that one, the different permutations of what happened mm-hmm. with everyone's story of mm-hmm. I'm going to avoid spoilers slash. I'm going to just make stuff up because I don't specifically remember, but it's like, well, did you do, how did you handle this conversation? Did, did you make them angry? Did you, were you friendly? then how did that pan out later? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, there's definitely some yeah. cool discussions. Yeah, absolutely.
3: yeah, um yeah, it's been definitely it's it's helped me to play games that I probably never would have started playing. And so now I'm like story, you know, cuz we we cover a lot of story-driven games um uh, just because that helps in what we're doing. Um it gives us discussion material. Mm-hmm. Um and so yeah, it's really kind of opened my um repertoire of um, games that I, that I play personally. Um, and so now I play a lot more indie games, even on my own spare time. Um, yeah. And in fact, life is strange was our first game check game hmm. in 2016.
2: And so it's, oh yeah, it was before the life is strange before the storm was the one that I was watching. I guess right, just right. For, right.
3: The original life is strange yeah. was our first yeah. game checking. Game. I, I yeah. mean,
2: just for me, just so, like, so I can be factually accurate. Um, Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's, it's a very cool. What are some other games that y'all have talked about?
3: Um, we've talked about, um, we've covered a couple of the Telltale games, which work really well with our setup, kind of like Life is Strange because it's in chapters of like two to three hour chunks. So that works really well with everything. Like we've did the Batman, um, the first, the first, uh, season of the Batman Telltale series. Mm -hmm. We've done the Wolf Among Us, um, Oxenfree, which is a very interesting, um, kind of indie game about teenagers going on, uh, kind of discovering themselves and being friends. Um, Night in the Woods is another good one mm. that we did last year, um, which, I mean, a lot, most people have heard about that one, but um, that just covers kind of coming to, coming to age, kind of like in your, you mm. know, either late teens or 20, early twenties and kind of dealing with, with life after school and um, just kind of being comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Um yeah, um just, but yeah, we've done we've done quite a few. So The Life is Strange, both of them. Um you know, and then it's very it's not very often that we cover something that we I mean, every once in a while we'll cover something we don't like, but mm-hmm. like our first year we did white white noise, which I think was an okay game in itself, but um it just didn't work well with what we were trying to do. Um, so I think that we, that was the only game that we've ever stopped halfway <laughs> through and we're like, eh, let's move on. This one isn't working out for us, but
2: yeah. Um, what are some, um, some of the reasons you started off like leading or taking over game chat?
3: Um, I think, I think just like the one thing that, really struck me with it whenever the idea was brought to me by Christopher Bowden was, um, and Christopher Bowden since then, like he was with the group for a year and then stepped back from it. Um, j- like a year later. So in early 2017, um, he took a step back just for, you know, to do his own things. Um, and I think just, and why I kept it going and why I started it with him back in 2016 was, that i just you don't see that a lot mm-hmm. um just to have this specific conversation about something together um other than being in the same room with someone um but i thought it was interesting to just have this arena where people could you know play these more you know uh, kind of story driven games emotional driven mm-hmm. games um and be able to to talk about it or to listen to people talk about it or to discuss it in forums or you know in whatever various forms and uh, to feel comfortable with that and i guess at the time like i wasn't involved with a lot of groups that did that anyways like i kind of was you know uh, there were several groups out there and it, or even like the the love clan channel mm-hmm. um you know but i just find this a lot more specific and a lot more um, in tune to your, you're concentrating on this, on on these few chapters, just like a book club. You're con- concentrating on this, on, on these certain parts, and you're free to discuss it and free to analyze it and just kind of put your opinion out there and be respected for that opinion.
2: Yeah, and I love that. I know for me, as we've um, done this podcast some of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. that we've done have been either like the spin-offs or like movie spoiler casts that we've done where it's the, where we sit yeah. down and it's like, we're going to talk about this one thing for um, like some of our yeah. spoiler casts haven't been, been like an hour, hour and a half of us talking about one game very specifically. And like, those are yeah. just great conversations. Yeah. And so,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Like I, said, like
2: I know I haven't played many of the games that y'all have done, but I, whenever I can, I really enjoy getting in the chat and just listening to y'all talk. And so it's mm-hmm. always so cool to mm-hmm. hear yeah um, we'll wrap up on time um before we go are there any shout outs you would like to give?
3: um no shout outs no um just like if anyone from the game check crew is listening hey uh you know i'm I'm just really i'm i'm really um proud of game chat. and i'm 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 really looking forward to what we are going into mm-hmm. like we're looking for ways to expand the group um looking for ways to We're looking actively right now to kind of make it more podcast family, podcast friendly, to offer it in podcast form and more in more arenas. Um, We're also, you know, just looking for ways. Like we've expanded to Instagram recently Mm -hmm. and expanded to Twitter um, to try and not only, you know, have those verbal conversations through voice chat, but to also kind of bring it, you know, because I kind of studied. online book clubs and they did the same thing is that they went to Instagram and they went to Twitter and allow people to mm-hmm. interact through comments, um, with things, um, with, you know, with their own opinions and something that we could bring up like in the chats and stuff too. But, um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. Now, what
2: are some places, um, that our listeners could go if they are interested in joining this type of like video game book club, where, what, like, where specifically could they find you? Like what are the tags, I guess?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Game chat can be found on Facebook. So if you just search for game chat um, as a group, um, it should come up. Um, we're also or if you go to um, the game chat um, is our official web page that we actually just purchased like two weeks ago. Um, and if you go there, there's actually a link to the Facebook page um, and a link to all of our past recordings. So you can listen to if you found a game interesting that we've discussed before, you can go there and just kind of check it out and hear what we had to say about it. Um, so thegamechat.net. Mm-hmm. That's that. Um, as I said we're also on Instagram and Twitter as the Game Chat, pretty much in both arenas. Me and myself personally, I can be found at Art. No, no, no stefscows.com is my website. And uh, that's where all my portfolio stuff is and you can reach me there. And then I'm also on Instagram and Twitter as Steph Scouse art as well. Um, so fairly sounds easy. Sounds good. <laughs> and we'll
2: make sure to put those links all in the show notes for our fans too, so that they can, they can go yeah. and find those. And awesome. so um, Steph, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me tonight. So
3: thank you. I really enjoyed it. Had fun. So,
2: so we'll definitely make time to do it again. And so,
3: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Is that everything we have on games? Question mark? I think that's all. And that wraps up everything we have on games (laughs) for this week. (laughs) Chris hates me right now. (laughs) And let's move on to movies and entertainment. Mm, Seems like... This week, there's some sort of movie coming out that like kind of an indie film kind of game.
2: You mean or something movie. about stones? You mean Batman Ninja? No,
1: Which not that one. Which I am pretty one. excited for, actually. I am really excited for Batman Ninja. There's, there's does... one called
0: like Avengers? Something about a war? Is so this some, some kind of game or war or something? What is this?
1: Why do we do this every time? <laughs>
0: Because it's called Avengers fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: There is no fatigue. Why would we let Deanna host this week if she's experiencing Avengers
0: fatigue? <laughs> so, yeah. No
1: such thing. I didn't grow
0: up reading the comics. Yes.
1: <laughs> so obviously everyone knows or should know. If you don't, then why are you listening to us? But you're always um, welcome, even if you don't know. But why don't yes, you know? Yes, uh, it's true. It's true. We'll take whoever. But Avengers Infinity War comes out this week. Woo. And
0: all the yeah, people, boys. all the Chris's. is yeah. harp, 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 harp. Let's play play count the Chris's in this movie.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going.
0: That to should be Thursday a bingo thing.
2: People. I do. uh
0: Avengers Infinity
2: War, Infinity premiere bingo. bingo. Yeah, Infinity really War cool. bingo.
0: <laughs> That'd be really easy to play at like one of those um restaurant theaters, like Draft House or Studio Movie World, because mm-hmm. then you have like a desk. You can keep track.
1: Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Super stoked. We'll probably have a Mm podcast or a spoiler portion of an episode at some point Mm
0: -hmm.
1: about it. Leading.
0: Yes. Yes, We'll we'll Mm -hmm. probably be seeing. I'm I'm trying to work out my plans. I think you guys already have tickets. Yep. 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 My brother bought tickets without me, and now I'm like, What do I do? They haven't bought
1: tickets yet. Yeah. Because I don't have to buy mine that far ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Small town perks. Yep. Yep. Um, But yeah, that's really it for releases this week. What's Batman Ninja? Did
0: we talk about that? Well, we were trying to. It is an animated.
2: You ducked back to Avengers.
0: I wanted to start with the headline.
2: I'm a host. I do what I want. <laughs> Batman Ninja
1: is an animated form- version of Batman in which he is thrown back into feudal age Japan, where Joker has taken over.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh.
2: It's very anime inspired. And so you get to see yep. some cool visuals. Um, and so, from what I've heard, DC is doing really good with the movie, with the animated movies specifically. And so. This one's definitely been getting some good reviews. So hopefully if you are into Batman anime ninjas. Like it'll hold up. The costume design looks for me. Like it's so cool.
1: Yeah, this animation style looks awesome. I'm excited to watch this uh, at some point wherever I can find it, at least at some point, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'll let you guys know, though, and I'll probably make a feature in the anime section at some point in the future. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I think it belongs.
0: All right. Sounds good to me. Well, all right then. Um, I think that's all we have for releases. So let's get into some news. Um, I just recently watched the Deadpool trailer, the latest one, and I think I agree with the internet loving this Peter character.
2: Yeah. So Peter's <laughs> this random guy that shows up to interview to be on X Force. He has no powers. He's just there because like his wife wants him to get out of the house. <laughs> and so I love it. Um, but it's like been a big the internet loves him because he's too related. Oh, it's yeah. perfect to all you married, <laughs> but people. like even better, like I don't remember the actual. <laughs> he, he has a Twitter that like they've been using for like the past like three or four months, <laughs> and so um, I don't remember what it is, but it's oh man, there's some good stuff. He's really into beekeeping. <laughs> And so he he talks a lot about that on there. And so it's it's definitely a thing. And so
0: <laughs> that's that's great. I look, like that's what's fun about these Deadpool movies is they can kind of do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. <laughs> you just don't I know what they're going to awesome do. It's just crazy.
1: The Deadpool movie just ends up being like about Peter and then like everything that Deadpool's doing is just happening <laughs> in the background.
2: Yeah. It's Peter W Underscore nineteen seventy-four <laughs> perfect the most like generic like something like my Twitter. Twitter name. Name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like
2: Oh Deadpool. Oh. Soon. So like he has a post from 13 hours ago as of recording. Another swan attacked me today. Swans are vicious. Swans are vicious. He has a post from yesterday, um, saying swans are really aggressive. People don't realize. <laughs> I
1: don't care how pretty they are.
2: And so, not even that pretty. It's a trap.
1: The only swan works worth seeing are those napkin swans, or the
0: take. Or the for towel the swans that you swans get restaurants, like on on a cruise or something. <laughs>
2: I really want to see Jessica Jones's Twitter interact with Peter.
0: Uh-huh. That'd be if fun. If only,
2: if only we get some good like cross universe connection. Mm-hmm. But we
1: also got news that uh, Jurassic Park's Fallen Kingdom will use more animatronic dinos than any prequel or any previous sequel. Mm-hmm. This pleases so
0: me.
2: Does that mean that's still the first one used more? Yeah, that that's definitely my impression of it, um, and so I'm just like how that's phrased, and so because they they make sure to, to say sequels, it's it's a very weird way to so more to than like it. Lost
0: World but, or, yeah, whatever, just the third one. I think it was just Jurassic Park yeah. three. Yeah, but and Chris I, read I, the like show notes
2: right. I typed it wrong. It is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and so oh, okay. I done goofed, not Chris. Yep, and so. I read it right, or did I read it? You read it. You read what was written, which was oh, wrong because bad. I put the wrong thing there. And so, yeah,
0: I like that. I like practical I will Get effect. that correction, Make
2: me look like an idiot, Cameron. I corrected you it. Jerk. I'm
0: just okay, kidding, guys.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true.
1: Now we don't have to do it next yeah. week because <laughs> bro, love.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I like it when movies try to do more, um, use a lot more practical effects than. Special effects. Because everyone's doing mm-hmm. special effects. I'm getting tired of it. Um, eh. Eh. Like, I really hope the, the new Lord of the Rings series is using all that money that they're spending on it to do a lot of practical effects.
1: No, more CGI works. And
0: <laughs> it's all CGI no. characters that
1: don't actually exist. Just because... There weren't females before, but you're gonna throw make them weak Next by throwing them in awkward sick. love triangles
2: that <laughs> don't make any sense. And
0: nope, 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 nope.
2: Instead of using forced perspective for the short people, they just actually like
0: just green screen them all.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm disappointed. But anyway,
2: they just they leave like the lines around them where you can <gasps> tell that it was green screen.
0: Yeah, they did put. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, and in other news, the dread pirate Roberts is joining the Stranger Things cast for season three. And for those yeah. of you ignorant people, that's Carrie ho- Elwes he's playing himself, who's in all of the great things like The Princess Bride and Robin Hood: Men in Tights, which are the great things.
2: <laughs> I hope he plays himself. Yeah, he
0: is playing so. Mayor Klein. Oh, Mayor! So, C-
2: so he will not be there as himself. Yeah. But
0: but I think the uh, article mentions that they're. Like, he's just another of, like, the 80s, like, heartthrobs yeah. or 80s stars that are joining the cast. And I I, I enjoy this. I've met Carrie Elway; He was the first celebrity I met in person. I was very starstruck. Because <laughs> all, yeah. all I could say was, hi. <laughs> and yes, and thank you. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Should have
1: been like, what do you have for lunch today?
2: What kind of bear is this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just like completely starstruck, but it was fun. I got I got As You Wish written on my autograph from him. I loved it. I have it framed. And my picture was him framed. <laughs> but anyway, enough about me. Excited about Another Stranger album. Things Season 3. Is that coming this year? Do we know? I do not know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We don't know yet.
2: Let's 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 do the Google.
0: Brief pause. <laughs> uh,
2: we are expecting season 3 of Things according to in 2020.com end of 2018 at the earliest or start of 2019. Okay. Cool.
1: Oh, also in movies, entertainment news, uh, Netflix has surpassed a few networks as, <laughs> like, in terms of value.
2: Are we surprised? Like,
1: Warner Brothers and, like, not small networks. Mm. Yeah. But, like, they're only surpassed by, like, Disney and one other.
0: <laughs> as it should be. Because Disney owns everything except Netflix.
2: <laughs> in Walmart.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah,
2: it's kind of crazy. Kinda crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Keep it up. All that original content. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Gretzico.
0: And that's all we have for <laughs> movies and entertainment news and releases. And let's get on to our must see movie of the week segment. <laughs> um, We're continuing the same one from last week because it's three part miniseries, but it's the Merlin miniseries. series. On Amazon Prime. So, mm-hmm.
1: and probably because we also, since we last recorded, haven't had time ourselves. Exactly.
0: There's, <laughs>
2: there is
1: that. There is well. also that. So, <laughs> but you'll have plenty of time, <laughs> listeners. We'll talk
0: about it next week, next week's episode.
1: Hopefully, you find out about it today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get to work, Chris. <laughs>
1: don't have internet yeah
2: no internet more problems i always say
0: let's go on to our anime segment chris take us away take
2: us away
1: so as i mentioned earlier i watch agretsuko which is netflix's original anime from sanrio the creator of hello, <gasps> hello kitty, kitty! who has made this
0: <laughs> i used to have <laughs> p- merchandise i've mentioned
1: that before so he created Egretuko, who is in a is a mid twenties, early twenties, red female red panda who works in, as an in, in the accounting at some business or some office, and she hates her job. Aww. And she, to cope, she goes out to a karaoke bar and drinks and
2: sings death metal karaoke. Aww. <laughs> that does seem like a very hard yep. form of karaoke to do. like like how is that like it's like how you yell written out or is it just like yell this (laughs) like yell here
1: i don't know i think she also just like it mostly just plays the background and she just rages whatever she's doing okay i don't know it's super fun it's it's really relatable especially if you hate your job
2: i added it to my list on netflix so
1: but also there's like a lot of good like uh character growth even like through her and her work superiors and stuff um yeah it's charming if you're a Hello Kitty fan you'd probably like it too it's not as sweet obviously (laughs) yeah um there is also I also found this anime on Amazon um it's called Watakoi Love is Hard for an Otaku (laughs) (laughs) It is also about a young adult female who turns out to be an otaku. And apparently last time she nerded out hardcore. So she's trying to keep everything under wraps. Uh, her boyfriend
2: dumped her and things got really awkward at work. I don't know. What's an um, otaku? Yeah. As I'd say, Chris, I obviously know what an otaku is. But just in case the listeners don't remember.
0: Or me. Or yeah. What um, is this?
1: <laughs> and otaku. And Otaku is essentially someone who loves manga and anime and like the, all the culture surrounding it. Um,
0: hmm.
1: Pretty much deep dives. They're, they're gotcha. the geeks of anime. That, that's <laughs> like the anime, anime. geek. I mean,
2: gotcha. Yeah. I clearly yep, remembered that exactly. from the last time we talked about it. Sure you did. Just wanted to make sure that we
1: discussed
0: mm-hmm.
2: it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, we,
1: yeah. So this is like a, similar to along the lines of the recovery of an MMO junkie. <laughs> um, We've talked about that anime before and a few of those other ones. It's just a little slice of life about being a nerd. Mm -hmm. Worth watching. Also relatable. (laughs) Um, I've also obviously kept up with been watching some of the other spring animes or continuing series being uh, Black Clover is one uh, that has continued on into the spring. Um, Not as much Mm -hmm. yelling anymore. It's awesome still watching uh, Asuka become this non-magic person, still striving and, like, earning the respect of his talented superiors, I guess. Uh, Still enjoying it more than I think I should, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Shokugeki no Soma, also good. I like food. His food.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And also... You get a rebel group that's overcoming adversity because the school is trying to get them expelled or kicked out. Hmm. Kind of stuff. Yeah, super cool. Um, also, just makes you hungry. I don't need We're that right now. All the time.
0: <laughs> I'm getting Always married. Need. I gotta make sure Always. I still fit in my dress. <laughs> the problem.
1: You can always get it on. No,
0: it takes weeks. It takes a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Darling in the Franks also continues, which is the collab between Studio Trigger and the other one. <laughs> the other get one. Get it together, Chris. Right now.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not good <giving> with
1: studio <laughs> names. I just remember anime. Uh, I have also been watching Gundam Seed, which is also available on Crunchyroll. Because every time I say Crunchyroll,
0: I want to go get mm-hmm. a shrimp tempura roll.
1: Possibly my next tattoo <laughs> makes you hungry. <laughs> it's like Shokugeki no which reminds me of food. Uh, lots of food animes. Actually, there is one revolving around a little cafe as they transition from their winter menu to their spring menu, and it's super adorable. Um, yeah, like. They're all they're all apparently attractive males. Oh, that's nice. That work there, but they all specialize in something. They all have like their specialty. One specializes in like lattes. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the sweet side of things. Sounds like a boy One's band. Just an awesome store, <laughs> and they like work together to make every. Pretty much, it's kind of like the it boy bands wonderful. of cafes. <laughs> Watch it is actually it's just like someone just goes in and it's like oh so that's like she sits down and she's like oh so this is their feature attractive men. It works
0: in the it works for pop and then she gets pop like music, her music you know
1: her latte with really bad like bunny foam art Aww. is like really bad bunny foam art and she's like well so this just because they're attractive and then she tastes it and she's like oh <laughs> cute but yeah lots of good anime this season Lots of just general anime. But also the summer lineup is looking pretty good, but we'll get we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in like twelve weeks. And that is anime.
0: And let's move on to our next segment. Take it away.
2: D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D
3: D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D news.
0: So good. That was good. Proud of us. Good job, guys.
1: <laughs> this week in Dongle News. Um we got news that YouTube, as of today of recording, which is April 23rd, um, officially becomes a teenager. It has turned 13.
0: Oh, it's going to get all and moody. we are old.
1: <laughs> yep. Which is fitting, considering over the last year, or whatever, we have begun to watch influencers screw up yep. in front of everyone. Yep. Quite regularly. Or make really bad decisions. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yep. Don't, no. Don't do yep. those
1: things. Yet they still make more money in all of this. It makes yeah. no sense. I don't it's get it. Sense. A
2: good they can question of, of the week loans. for our listeners is what is one of your favorite videos from the early days of the internet? The... And so if you're old enough like us Early days of the internet or, the internet, or
1: early days of YouTube. of
2: YouTube. Or the early days of the okay. internet, I guess. It's probably on YouTube, mm-hmm. You know. but
1: Yep, it probably is. A lot of videos did eventually port to YouTube after sites like Ebombs World and Newgrounds stopped getting traffic for them. Ah,
2: mm-hmm. oh, Newgrounds.
1: Slash, also, people can get money from YouTube. So there's yep. that too. Um, random fact YouTube started off as a dating really?
0: site. How? Yep. Sure. How did that work? <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. how it started. <laughs>
1: It's just a random little
0: little bit of knowledge. Come
1: on, Deanna. Don't ask me about these things. I don't know everything. just a fun fact. Yeah. Come on. But also this week in uh, news, uh, Samsung has officially announced its line of 4K LED theatrical screens that are 34 feet. 4K monitors, which changes from our standard projector systems in most theaters. Granted it is a little smaller than your standard 45 to 65 foot projection screens. It does have some clear advantages such as 4k. Also. um, Most projectors are 2k just by the way. Um, It is also capable of displaying 2k 4k obviously 4k 3d and HDR images, which will be awesome as we, that makes its way into being more of a, I don't know, experience Mm -hmm. type thing. Um, the official the first location to see these screens will be, is located uh in Chatsworth, California at Pacific Theaters Winnetka.
0: Can I have one? Please.
1: Can you afford twelve grand? Or sorry. Um sorry. Five hundred thousand and eight hundred thousand um, dollars. No
0: to say twelve grand seems not that maybe bad. after my loans are my like, student wait. loans are paid off. <laughs>
1: I'll save it for three years and be able to buy one.
0: It'll be cheaper then. <laughs> if I don't eat, it's
1: probably true.
0: Uh, well, I'll just put up with baby screens. Then you have to like baby screens.
2: do all the construction work to like make your house have a wall big enough for it and all that kind the of stuff. The
0: dream is to have your own theater. That's the <laughs> dream.
2: Seriously.
1: Also, you would have to take out a door or something so you can get it into your house even if you yeah, had have a to like wall build it, it
0: like put it in the house as is being built right yeah,
1: yeah exactly 34 feet
0: <laughs> <laughs> build a is castle he- around it <laughs> what else is going on in dongle news
1: um also this week uh Amazon kind of leaked a secret project called Vesta, um, which is a
2: home.
0: Does it look like R two D two?
2: We don't know
1: any details.
0: Because if it doesn't, I'm not interested.
2: (laughs) You've made your stance on AI (laughs) well known,
0: but R two D two is like the best little helper you could ever have.
1: um speculation says drinks. it's possibly just an alexa on wheels and eh, i hope it does more because otherwise what's Why the point it look
0: like R2-D2? you know the they're <laughs> called there's actually a group of people that um build all we R2-D2 know is things. amazon's
1: gonna take over the world and amazon's not actually run by a person it is run I'll by get it AI. i'll put
0: it inside of an r2d2 shell Mm-hmm. there are people who build them they can make it I know I know people that can make it happen <laughs>
2: don't let your dreams just be <laughs> dreams do it <laughs>
1: but yeah so be interesting we'll see what it's capable of um, it is projected that it should be available as early as next year
0: I would <laughs> be interested if it makes me if it'll make dinner for me and stuff with Amazon It brings in Amazon Fresh and then it cooks for you.
1: <laughs> Build your IKEA you furniture. Yep. That was <laughs> <angry> RGDG. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. Um. But that is dongle news for the week. Really only have those three little things. Um mm. Yeah, not much is crazy exciting. Um, oh, net neutrality ended, just by the way. Um, rip.
0: Oh, thanks for that little punch in the heart.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: And let's go on to Magic the Gathering and other tabletop games. So tell us all about your fun events this weekend. Yep. So
2: as mentioned, Chris and I both played in the Dominaria pre-releases. Chris, a lot more than I did. But how'd yours go?
1: Yes. Mine went all right. Um, So my first two were just standard pre-release events. The third one, which I rushed away from work, is was two at a giant. Nice. Which is the last one of the weekend. Um, So midnight, I played green white weenies. It didn't do very well. Couldn't stabilize in that um, against big dumb creatures. Or ah yeah, it was. but it was fun. Uh, I did. I did win a few. I, did, I think I won one. Most of the ones I went to were at least five rounds.
2: Oh wow! Nice. I wish so, that's what ours was.
1: Yeah, we're big. We love it here. <laughs> um, second night, uh, or so Saturday evening, I played Green Black Caperlings with Slimefoots because yeah, it was really good. Um, I won three that night and yeah and then two-headed giant i played with my good friend ryan um we so is actually so with two-headed giant they this year they did or at least for the set they did a shared pool Mm two-headed giant nice so decks were pretty op uh we so we played is it wizards which is blue red Mm -hmm. and black white
2: knights i'm so jealous i wanted to play black white knights
1: worked out so well um Awesome polls for the week. I did pull a to Fury. Oh nice. A promo helm of hosts. And I did also play Frixian Scriptures. Which is OP. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a side note, um, Ryan at one of the pre pre release events did play Moldrotha and Frixian Scriptures in the
2: Ah game. the dream. OP. I'm so jealous. Yep. I did not yep. see a single Muldraltha
1: Ryan also go, oh, so from our pre-release packs for two at a giant, he got a promo Muldraltha
2: <sighs> Nobody would trade me one at the shop. Yeah, I don't blame I him. I didn't even see one, I guess to be honest, but oh okay. I like I but I I nobody would trade me. I tried.
1: So those are like my big pulls. I there's a few other cool cards that I got and stuff. Although I will say, Lana War Elves at Common is super rare, at least in the pre release packs. Yeah. I saw one.
2: I know a couple people said they had them. I never saw any.
1: Right. I saw one. And so, at what's that? 18 packs plus however many prize packs I got. Mm -hmm. I saw one Lana War Elves.
2: Yeah. It's
1: like, what is going on? There's none. Mm hmm. Um but yeah, it was super fun. Um and two headed a giant was probably our most more, more successful one. We want well, we, we actually split two. We want two two. Um and the last two that we lost were just because mana we got mana screwed so hard. So hard. And slash uh well actually really um so we got a little mana screwed in our last one, and then our opponents also had karn out, so they had major card advantage. Mm-hmm. Got so much card advantage. Yeah. So I'm excited. I
2: had in terms of like playables, I, I did one pre-release. I ended up going two and one. We only did three rounds. And so uh, I ended up having a semi mediocre pool, but it ended up kind of working out. Well, um, my foil was Variks blade wing, the kicker dragon. Um, uh-huh. But the rest of my red was really bad. So I couldn't play it. And then my other pro.
1: That's how we felt about Muldrotha. Yeah. We had no good green.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then my other promo was Zahid Jin of the Lamp. Um, and again, like my blue was mediocre. And so I ended up, like I said, going green, white, kind of ramp ish slash knights. And so um, my biggest open um, was History of Benalia, the white saga that makes knights and then pumps knights. Which made it so I could attack for 21 damage on turn five. So that's pretty strong. It turns out um, Knight of Grace into History of Benalia into Call the Calvary. And you just have five knights in play on turn five. That's pretty good. Um, Seems yeah. decent. Untamed Kavu is really good. I don't know if you played that one, the kicker, vigilance, trample Kavu thing. Yeah. It's so good.
1: It got destroyed like every time I played it
2: Um, kicked. I got to play with Thorn Elemental in my pool, which is the most Timmy card. It can assign damage as though it weren't blocked. And so it just kind of turns into seven damage out of nowhere for people. And so.
1: But your blocker just bounces so it doesn't die.
2: Right. But when you attack for a lethal, you kind of got it. Yeah, that's true. Um, other stuff, I'm kind of upset. I opened another um, Varix in my prize packs. And then I opened an um, Aryel, Knight of the Wind Grace, in my prize packs. And so I'm kind of sad that I did not get to play those. Play them? For now. For now. I saw somebody that got both Arvad and Aryan. Aryel, and so they had like white black legends decks going and then a guy in the shop opened both Teferi and Oath of Teferi and so that's pretty solid
1: yeah still no Maldrotha Frixian scriptures
2: yeah um, cards that are not nearly as good as I thought Grun the Lonely King I got attacked for 20 and then I threw a knight in front of it and so, but yeah. And so, that's, those were our pre releases. If you went and played in the pre release, let us know how it went. Um, and we will love to share your story on the air. And then, in semi sad news, uh, Hasbro has announced that um, Hasbro Gaming, which includes Magic the Gathering, but also includes things like Monopoly, um, is down 20% um, in quarter one, 2018. Versus last year um, for t- one 2017. And so they um, partially attribute this and kind of an overall de- decrease in revenue to the closure of um, Toys R Us Aww. and, ha- and oh. having to liquidate a lot of the merchandise that was sold there. And so it's being sold for much lower than normal pricing. And so.
1: Um, so what I'm wondering is like, would that why are they planning to sell a moneymaker like wizards?
2: They're planning to sell wizards.
1: Yeah. I Um,
2: don't know. I had not heard that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They are. They, well, it's been rumored at least uh, they've been, and it seems like a lot of what they've been doing has been to prep for it. Uh, But yeah, they, it looks like, um, where is the most recent update to that that I saw?
2: I swear it was after this, but Yeah, I found a January one.
1: Hmm. I swear I saw it like something came up earlier. But maybe they may maybe they won't at this point because they can't afford to mm-hmm. yeah
2: i mean I've, I've like i've i guess if <clears> they could <throat> decrease their total staffing enough that make it work to make it worth it but i mean i i think magic is like their second biggest part of their company and so i could be wrong it's Huge. But, um i
1: don't, I don't know. know either i guess we'll see um I've never been a big fan of Hasbro. Anyway, who pl- Monopoly just ruins relationships. So.
2: <laughs> um. Also, Wyatt PAX was, was GameStop. GameStop's Monopoly big being Monopoly. Yeah. It's like, just tell me about it. Like, I was upset. But. Um, happier Magic news. Um, Dominaria and events are coming to Magic: The Gathering Arena on April 26th, and then Draft is coming on May 4th. And so that's exciting. Um, you're also about to be able to pay real money to buy packs now. Um, and if you do so, um, when the next wipe happens, they will refund you that amount of in-game currency. And so if you do spend some time to invest in it that way, you will not lose out once the actual game happens. So that's pretty cool. In board, I think we just lose out. You just lose out. because <laughs> If
1: you're dumb enough to spend money on a beta.
2: Well, yeah.
1: um, just, kidding, yeah. just kidding. A lot of
2: people are up, upset for some reason that drafts aren't going to be phantom drafts. And so you're going to actually have to use coins to buy in. But then and they're like talking about like like complaining about how you will like. People will just pick money cards, but people do that in paper. So I don't really get that complaint. Like that's not exactly a new problem. And so, and I'd rather be able to keep the cards I draft anyway, but I don't know. Um, Because it could be funny if we see people that like are drafting intentionally cards that they already have play sets of so that they can get them um, to fill up the vault. But I don't know. The day we are recording um, in board games talk is Amazon's tabletop day. So there's a big sales going on um, on a bunch of board games. And so including like Dead of Winter, Ticket to Ride, um, King Domino, and so all kinds of stuff like that. And then this coming Saturday, um, April 28th, I think, is International Tabletop Day. And so your local shop um, may be doing something. I know mine is doing a board game auction. So um, there'll be a bunch of sales and stuff like that going on as well. Other board game news Star Wars Rebels um, is coming to Imperial, Result, Imperial Assault with the latest expansion. And so it'll follow the characters from the TV mm. show, I guess. And so the minis look pretty mm-hmm. cool for it. I haven't, I wanted to play Imperial Assault at um, PAX East, but did not get to it. And then we talked about it last week, but um, this week. The Glass Cannon Starfinder show, I think it's called Androids and Aliens, is going to drop. Um, and so that'll be out as of the time that you hear this. If you enjoy the DD or Pathfinder style podcasts, you should definitely go and check it out. I am hyped. But that's all we got.
1: Bring us out, Deanna.
0: And our last segment. Is our we are stupid slash correction segment and feedback um, doesn't look like we have anything this week. Um, so we'll just go into how you can contact us if you have corrections or feedback for us, um, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Um you can contact us on our social media, OneGeek411, on Facebook, Twitter, and PlayStation community. Email us at 1stgeek411 at gmail.com. Rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and all podcasty things. Um, check out our show notes on our website, onegeek411.com. And you can also talk to us on our personal Twitter accounts. Mine is dns 790
2: I'm Himar Whittle. Not so foreign.
0: Thanks for listening.
2: Stopping local.
1: Why? You're forgetting, I'm forgetting something.
2: something.
1: I love you.